Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here's Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Today I would like to talk about love. Uh, because in today's gospel pericope, uh, Christ challenges us to take what is generally called the golden rule, treat others as you would have them treat you, and elevate it and make it even more. Because he says, love not just those who love you, but love your enemies, those who, in the Greek, actually, those who hate you. So we need to sort of unpack and look at that word love, because in English, love does not have the, well, the specificity that the Greek does. Greek has actually several words for love. Uh, the three that are used within context of Scripture are uh, phila, eros, and agape. Uh, you know, philos, or philia, uh, is you know, what we would call you know, brotherly love. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. It's the love that we have between friends. And Christ calls us friends. He calls the apostles friends in John 15. He says, you know, are no longer ser uh, the servants or slaves of God, but you are now my friends. Okay. Eros, uh, which is the root for the uh, English word erotic, not only means that, but it also means ec ecstatic love, a love of beauty. And for those of you who do not think that God doesn't have eros for us, I want you to go home and read the Song of Songs. Uh, because that is God's love story, love letter to his church. Um, just as an example, your lips distill nectar, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. The scent of your garments is like the scent of Lebanon. So God also has this type of love towards his bride, the church. But the word that is used specifically in today's gospel pericope is agape. And in English, we, we qualify it by saying unconditional love. And this sort of fits... 
the word agape, but it doesn't sort of encapsulate everything that the word agape um, implies. Because the, the word agape means love that is giving. That there's an implied sacrifice. And there's also an implication that the person who is doing the giving, the person who is doing the loving, is in a higher place than the person that is receiving agape. And certainly, God has agape for his creation because he obviously is in a higher place than us. And yet he so loved the world that he sent us his only begotten Son, who descended to us to give us the greatest gift in all of creation, himself. Therefore, what Christ is doing with this idea of the, of, the, of the golden rule is he is elevating it far and beyond what we normally think of as the golden rule. Because it's very easy for us to make exceptions. You know, who is your neighbor? Well, my neighbor is the guy that I like. The guy who looks like me. The guy who speaks my language. The guy who lives in my city, in my state, in my country. But Christ smashes this with his parable of the Good Samaritan. He definitively says that the, your neighbor is the person who is closest to you in need. And what I'd like everyone to do for a moment is just look around you and look at all of these people around you. And I know that there are people sitting here today and people who are not sitting here that have been in these pews who need your help. There are people in this city who need your help. And what we are to do is we are to give, to love with agape to those in need without asking how whatever our gift is being used, without expecting anything in return, and without determining whether or not this person that we are helping loves us or hates us. In the ancient world, when disease ravaged a city, they didn't have the modern medicines that we do today. They didn't have any government uh, uh, program or, or office that would help try to contain a contagious disease so that it wouldn't spread to all kinds of different people. Basically, what would happen is that those of means would flee. They'd run away. 
they'd go out into the country to their country house and they'd wait it out until everybody died who was supposed to die. Then they'd pay their servants to remove the body, burn them, get rid of them, and then move back into their houses and go on with life. The Christians changed this model and they stayed. Despite the danger, they saw someone they may or may not have known who was sick. And so they loved with the copy they gave without expecting anything in return. And modern scientists understand that in the ancient world, many people died of, of simple diseases like colds and the flu, not because the disease in and of itself was dangerous or deadly, but because they died of dehydration and starvation because nobody was there to feed them or to give them water, except when the Christians showed up. And suddenly, instead of dying of starvation or dying of dehydration, they were given life through agape. And again, this is regardless of whether this person was a Christian, a pagan, someone who wanted to destroy the Christians, or someone who was a member of the church. Is it any wonder that the Roman Empire eventually became Christian? Is it any wonder that people came flocking to the church because they saw this love? They received this love, and they were moved by the love of God to love others. So today we are challenged by God himself to love, to give, to pray and to love and to give even to those who hate us and seek to destroy us. Because love has the ability to transform just as Christ's love for us transformed death and the cross into life. And when we love and when we give, we are allowing the Holy Spirit to move in and through us. And when that happens, miracles happen. So let us love. And let the glory of God in His love for all of His creation shine in and through us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and to the ages of ages. Thank you for listening to Annunciation with Father David. If you would like to speak with someone at Annunciation or visit us, you can find contact information, directions, and service times at our website at AnnunciationDecatur.org. The chant at the beginning and end of this podcast is the Byzantine hymn, Kentuckian of the Mother of God, sung by Capella Romana. For more information, go to their website at capellaromana.org.